Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode 73. Lots to cover today, lots to cover. Dakota has to get to the field, so we got to be quick. We're going to no, start. No, yeah, it's all on you, and this is presented by Parse, and let's not forget. Dakota wanted, he said, he has to be at the field, so we have a hard stop. So then he shows up last to the Zoom. Zach's timely. He's staying in the Weston. He's on time. Maybe he's changed, but he's still on time. I'm not even, it's not like I said we have a hard stop. I just said, like, by this time, I would like to leave. And that's like 40 minutes from now. And we don't, our episodes aren't even 40 minutes. So I don't see, I, I don't know. Zach, did you guys play in St. Louis last night? Or did you have off day? No, we had an off day. Off you day, off. know your friends. Yeah, we, uh, so we got here after Toronto. We had a day game there on Sunday. Got here like eight. 8.30, and then it is the hottest place in the world. It's the Midwest. When it's 90.95, it is yeah. the hottest here, 95 you'll feel. It's like a here winter. in Kansas City is the two hottest places that I've been so far. And it's like notorious for it. I completely forgot. But like when I went and got my coffee yesterday, I walked around the stadium a little bit and I was just like, oh my God. And we have a 12 o'clock game tomorrow. You're going to be on fire. Ian, did you ever play in uh, Memphis when you were here? Or Zach? Yeah. You're, yes. Yeah. Memphis is the hottest. Yeah. That's the Cardinals AAA. And I that's the hottest I've ever felt playing. Like, yeah. I have never sweat that much. We've had some hot ones in St. Louis. The hottest I've ever been on a baseball field. Coming out of the All-Star break in 17, we played in Baltimore. Oh, yep. 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 We did. Yep. It was like you were melting. It was like your skin was melting off your body. So, we were there two weeks ago. Same thing, like whatever. And then we go home the next day and it was like 85 degrees. And we were just like, oh my God, this is the coolest 85 ever. Yeah. Detroit sneaky is like incredible weather once you get past like the snow in June. Yeah. It's, right. I don't think it's quite as humid as what Chicago can get a little humid here. Go can State. We please talk about Miguel Cabrera's 500th homer. This is a massive deal. Zach was on the lineup card. Yep. That's incredible. Did you get a copy for yourself? Did you get no, a we, copy? No, we will. We're going to, though. When Turnbull threw his no-hitter, everybody got one, so I'll get one. Um, I mean, that <laughs> so wild. I've watched every single angle of every single video. I, I watched a few this morning, like legit. And it just gets, it gets cooler and cooler every time. It, you got some I, sick I, TV time. You know what's funny is so obviously he gets 499 home runs leading up to it and like every at bat I was just like oh Miggy's on deck like get a front row seat you know kind of so the inning before I get I hit a double weird I mean not weird what what you Rick no 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 weird as in like oops you know starting to starting to turn a little bit yeah, so I was so the inning before so Dakota I don't know if you know they have the iPads in the dugout and every, why, why every wouldn't inning, I know? Why wouldn't I know? Those little jabs. Knows. Yeah. Why, 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 just because we haven't talked about it. Cause we haven't talked about it before. Those little jabs. That's Dakota. Fine, man. I get, I anyway, get what you're saying. No, no, no. I get it, man. You're in the show. You I'm not, you're a big leaguer. I'm not. Okay. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. New guy, new change guy. Oh, we're in the West and not the four seasons. You I, done? Feel, I feel little grow up. Go just you done? continue. So anyway, every, the, I, know, I know there's iPads. Every inning they refresh, so you can't watch it. So, like, if you come in during the inning, you can't watch your at bat until the next inning. So, I it was he hit his homer in the sixth, and I was up in the fifth. 
So selfishly, I was looking at my swing from the at-bat before when he was getting up to the plate. So I see him, like, whatever, and I don't really process it. I'm like, oh, Mickey's up. And then, like, as I look my head up, I see him swing, and I get, like, a late break to the um, bench where it is. And, like, as soon as I see it go, like, up, I just stand up. Like, I mean, I've seen a few of his homers, and it was just like, I mean, if that doesn't go out, we're gonna we're, we're all going to freak out. Because, I mean, it's Toronto, the ball – doesn't really fly there with the roof open. No, with the roof open, it's a completely different game. We took BP with it closed, and then they opened it for the game because it's, uh, like, for COVID reasons. And it was, like, a completely different park. So the we hit it, like and we were like, too. yeah, and we were like, oh, my God, it's gone, it's gone. We were just like, oh, my God, it's not gone. And then, like, obviously, obviously went out. But, like, I was just – I rushed to get to the bench just to see it, and I stood up. Just my hands. I, I didn't know what to do. I just had a smile. As soon as I saw him, you could just see a huge weight get lifted off his shoulders. Like, he touched first. He was like, let's go, whatever. And he was just in the dugout. And, like, the first thing he says is, like, fucking finally. And what was like, it, eight days? Yeah, something like that. And, like, the poor guy. I mean, not poor guy. But, like, every time he gets up to the plate, everybody stands up. They have to switch the balls out. So, like, he can't even go and do, like, his normal routine to the plate. Because it's like the umpire has to throw all the balls out he has. Pitcher has to switch the ball out. And it takes like a good 30 seconds for that to, to get the bat boy has to go get the bat from the guy before. He has to bring the balls out. And it's just like he, he got so putting tired. The juice of it. balls into play. <laughs> the exactly. The 500 juice balls for eight days of having to be locked into somebody else's at bat that seriously because you can't miss that. You can't. can't you can't be peeing when he's hitting. You can't be down grabbing another bat. You can't be getting a sandwich. You no. can't be taking a couple hacks in the cage. Like, if he's hitting, you got to be up there. So that's eight days of a lot of commitment to watching every one of his bats. Right. And he even said, he was like, I want to tell everybody to, to shut up and sit down. Like, I, I, I'll get it. But just, like, relax. And you could tell, because he wanted to do it at home, obviously. He didn't play yeah. the last game in Baltimore. Yeah. Um and we had two home stands at home or two home series at home. And you can tell like the last few, he was just get, like getting antsy. He was, he, didn't, he wasn't himself, you know, taking nasty pitches. He was swinging a little bit more and you could tell, but I mean, as soon as again, he sat down after the at bat, it was just like, you could just tell Like it was just. <sighs> there was a pretty cool thing on Twitter where a lot of the pitchers who had given up homers against him were kind of like telling either a Mickey story or like showing the homer that Mickey hit off them, which I thought was really cool. Cause that's like the ultimate respect is like, 100%. look at, look at what happened. Trevor may had a good one where Mickey took him way back over the bullpen. Uh, I thought that was hilarious. But if you look at his career numbers, they're, it's, it's ridiculous. What, what did you send us? Yes. It was on Instagram and it was just like, you look at it and you're just like, are you kidding me? Well, I saw Big Cat said the members of the career 300 hitter, 3,000 hits, 500 homer club is if, you know, when Miggy gets to 3,000 hits, it'll be like Miggy, Babe Ruth, and Willie Mays. And then the guys that hit have a 300 career average and 500 homers and win a batting title is Mickey and Ted Williams. It's like, Oh my God. I just can't fathom like the amount of hits and homers, big hits, big homers he has had. 
how many guys he like the people that he is he he's booked. It's like I saw it like you can't. I don't know, man. It's just got a long, sh- got a big book. That, that book oh yeah. He uh, so Miggy hasn't hit three hundred since two thousand sixteen, but he did hit two ninety nine in twenty eighteen. His career average is three eleven. Three eleven. So basically, before that, he was like a three twenty, three thirty guy. I mean, yeah, he hit consecutively. Oh four, yeah. he hit two ninety four. Then starting in 05, it was 323, 339, 320, 292, 324, 328, 344, 330, 348, 313, 338, 316. Are you kidding? Dakota, obviously you like the Yankees growing up, but did you pay attention? They're hot. Watch out. You pay- My Yanks. My Yanks heating up. Did you pay attention to him or like was it like growing up, I'm saying? To Miggy? Yeah. Like, oh, like on the Tigers? Yeah. No. You know why? Because Go my grandpa hates the Tigers. So we never watched the Tigers at all. So he never said, Go Tigers. That's wild. Like, he hated the Tigers. Hates. Sorry, Zach. Not, not you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I don't know. He might hate you. I don't know. Good. But no, I mean, I didn't really watch Mickey that. Like, I didn't really watch the Tigers that much growing up, unfortunately. You know it's wild too. I think he's he's close. I think forty something hits away from three thousand too. Fifty five. That's no. wrong. That's wrong. Forty five. Yeah. If he no your teammates goes on a tear, it's you gonna what? be tough. Forty five. Forty five hits is a lot of hits to get. You're gonna you're doubting Miggy. Interesting. Interesting. But he has basically has to get forty hits in a month. You don't you don't think you don't think he's done it. If he gets to three thousand, does he call it a career? He's got, I think he has two or three more years left. On I know he does. I at think like he should. thirty million a year. I think. I think he can, hey, he could Chris Davis it though, and just call it, and then like have him like spread out the payment. I think. I think if his average gets to like, I don't. I think he's got too many at bats. I don't know what would happen oh, yeah. for it to get to like three hundred one. But I yeah. think if his average gets under three hundred five, you just gotta you gotta bang it. Oh yeah, 100%. You can't risk it. He no. so he I don't think he would I I could be wrong, but I we were in Kansas City and he was talking to us one day on the plane like he was getting so excited to see like where the team is going and like we just we were hot for a little while and he was just like I can't wait for the next 2 years and we were just like I mean, Miguel Cabrera is saying this it's just I like love holy shit. Yeah, it's wild. All right. We got a lot to cover. Dakota's got a time crunch. Shut so up. But he was late too. He was late. I'm late every single time we do a morning one because I'm tired. Okay, I'm, I like you to still sleep. look great though, huh? I always look great. I literally keep fixing my hair because I still got bedhead. So this week, Tom, producer Tom, was in Chicago. Got to see the Cubbies play. Uh, didn't have a win in him. Sorry, Tom. It's about time uh, the John Boy people let him travel around a little bit. That's what I'm saying. I mean, those guys are in Milwaukee now. Like, what are we doing? He actually wasn't there on official business and and uh, did not get invited on the RV trip, which is pretty fucked. I mean, what are we doing? They're treating they're treating the compound like we're second class citizens, and I don't appreciate it. It's I mean, come on. It's because we're not in the top five of podcast rankings. I'm sick and tired of it. Yeah, it was good to get out to Wrigley. Last couple times I'd been there, the Cubbies had won. Thought I could bring some good luck, but 
Guess not. But yeah, it turned out I was just going to Chicago to visit my friend. Shout out compound listener Mike Mara. And I'm trying to get to visit every ballpark in the MLB during my time in college. Never made it up to Milwaukee. So I said to Mike, why don't we go? We had planned on going that Sunday. And it turned out that Jimmy and Jake were going to be there. But uh, I think Cub fans will appreciate this story. I have the hat, if you guys saw the picture. Uh, it's the Friday Cubs hat, the Wrigleyville hat. I really like it. I wear it around a lot. And I didn't even think about it. I wore it on Sunday to Milwaukee. And I met up with Jimmy and Jake after the game. We were filming some stuff. And uh, they said the Milwaukee pe- the Brewer people came over and said, uh, hey, can you take off your hat? And I was like, oh, man. No feel over here. Just wore a Cub hat to Milwaukee and wore it on their field. Yeah, Cubs fans are still paying the bills there. Don't, I was going to say, you should have told them, to hey, that. don't the Cubs fans pay the bills there? Yeah. That's dumb. Paying the bills. Uh, did you guys see John Boy's uh, Jimmy fall in the sausage race in Milwaukee? Have yes. you seen the video? Yes. Dakota? I have not. Come on, Dakota. Keep up with the company. Company news. I don't go on social media that much. You're a liar. That's a huge lie. It's not a lie. All I do on my phone is watch soccer. You're a liar. It's not not a lie. Guys from Talking Baseball ran in the sausage race, and (laughs) Jimmy's coming around by uh, the Brewer's dugout and bites it. And the video is fucking hilarious because I think he pulled his hamstring – fell and then he gets up and it's just the saddest sausage jog the rest of the way that i've ever seen the video doesn't tell the full story too because he you have to get all the way down to the right field corner right to get out he fell by the dugout so the brewers guys fell in front of their dugout brewers guys laughing whatever it took him probably a good 45 seconds to slowly hobble down to the right field corner and we we had to film stuff after the game we were doing some stuff after the game and boy, it w- it was tough. It was like watching like a w- wounded hyena on the Serengeti. Like he was just <laughs> kind of lumbering around, doing the best he could. It w- it was not pretty. It is just the saddest, saddest jog <laughs> after he falls. <laughs> it's like barely moving. Because he's so competitive too. He wanted to win that. So I know him. I know how badly he wanted to win that. And that that was tough. That was a tough one for him. He's making a breakdown, though. I think it's going to come out today or tomorrow. <laughs> he, he jogged for a little bit and then just turned it into, like, a walk. Like, he's trying to go fast. <laughs> All the guys in the dugout are just like, yeah, they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> so they're coming. They're actually in Chicago now, so I'm going to see him today. And then I think we're going to have them there to throw out the first pitch and do some stuff at Wrigley today, too. So they're on a nice little stretch right now. Did you guys see um, that the Cubs won at home yesterday? Big, big you guys broke uh, a streak, huh? Walk off from Ortega. It's been a minute. I think what I really—I didn't know you guys won, but I saw that our boss had eight, uh, three hits. Yeah, I'm nasty. Did you say eight or three hits? I said our boss. I was going to say eight. Oh, but then he had three hits. Oh, um, gotcha, gotcha. I saw something today. You, your last 99 plate appearances. Go ahead. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm yeah. swinging it. I'm swinging Yeah, season, season doesn't start until hat gets hot. Let's go. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Getting hot. Here we go. Plenty of time left. Plenty no of panic. time left. So I didn't realize, I research team can maybe find this. It might be tough to find. The last time 
the Cubs hit a walk-off home run because Nico, after the game, was like, I've never seen a, a walk-off, the Cubs walk-off homer until yesterday. And I was like, it's been two years since we've walked somebody off. But I guess the last one was probably mid-19 because um, I know we had we had a few in 19 and then we had, I think it was 18, Bodie hit a couple, Riz hit one, J.H. hit one. I think those were all in 18. So, um, uh, Your last walk-off was July 16th, 2019. Last walk-up home. I don't know how you found that so fast, but that's impressive. Uh, yeah, so Nico, that was Nico's first uh, Cubby walk-off homer in the big leagues. Nico's uh, in Chicago right now? Nico's in Chicago, yeah. Yep, he's doing fine. Everything's fine. Uh, just going to be just a little... A little mm, delay. A little delay. Well, delay. The oblique's a tough one because you can't ever... You never know how it's going to... You can't simulate game speed. I was thinking about this yesterday. Who... In, in the real, in the, in the non-sports world, and just the normal world, how would you ever pull an oblique? Like, can you imagine staying at the office, like reaching up to get something and pulling an oblique? Like, ah, oh, it's the oblique. <laughs> That's so true. You can break a bone whatever you do, but like an oblique, it's kind of tough. Knock yeah. on wood, right? Well, Andrew Romine had that when he was here, and I was on the IL at the same time. And we, I had to throw a live VP to him, but it was raining before the game. So I had to throw the live VP after the game at 1030 <laughs> on the field. And yeah, that was the only way he was able to test out his oblique to see if he was healthy. It was me throwing a live VP on the field after a game. Honestly, you are a, that's such a team player move, to be honest. Like, yeah, I, was, I was in a good mood when they told me I was throwing it after the game. I was happy. I didn't give them any attitude. I just listened and said, let's do it. Sounds fun. Can't wait. You just bring, bring your lunch pail every day and go to work, huh? You're just a team. You're a corporate. <laughs> you're a team guy. I do what I can to get guys to the show. And now Romy's in the show. So <laughs> not going to say I was part of it, but I kind of was. Wait. So, um, so when Nico came back, is he bigger like a bodybuilder like he always does? Whenever you see him come back from somewhere, no, he's going. Whoa. He's going reverse. He's trying Whoa. to. I think. I think he's. Uh, he's. I don't know that he's going reverse, but he's trying something different. So he's not Macho Man anymore. Well, he still is. Same guy. Still fucking ripped. But <laughs> he's trying. He's thinking. He's doing a lot of stretching. He's a big stretching guy now. Do a lot of stretching. What's up, Compound fans? Time for a quick timeout to tell you about our sponsor today, and that is DraftKings. The NFL is back, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NFL, is giving all new players a can't-miss offer for Week 1. Bet just $1 on any NFL game during the first week of the season and receive $200, 200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. Just take advantage of this limited time offer now. You heard right. DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any week one game. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all the great promotions and daily odds boosts. Plus, you can make every game a big game with the same game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code COMPOUND. 
to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any week one game. That's promo code COMPOUND to get your free $200 in free bets instantly. For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. I saw this argument on Twitter. Otani, who just hit his 40th. Maybe he's got more than 40 now. But he's got 40 pumps. He's like top five in the AL and some pitching shit. Versus, ba- versus Baby I'm Ruth. I firsthand saw Otani throw. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, beginning of the game, first five, six innings. He's 93, you know, still punching tickets. Like, tell you what, like, I was from the, I was from the dugout. I was not in the box. So, I, I still don't know what it looked like. So, like I said, he was 93, you know, punching guys, having good at-bats. So, in the sixth or seventh inning, I forgot which one it was. So, so again, he was sitting 92-93 the whole game, and I was just like, I thought he threw harder. Like, okay, whatever. You know, it's August. He's probably tired. First pitch of the seventh or eighth inning, sixth or seventh inning, 98.9. And we all look at each other. We're just like, are you fucking kidding me? So we look at each other like, all right, good job, guys. This is probably his last inning. He's just – he's, you know, he's empty in the tank. Like, good job. We're getting him out of the game. Seventh inning rolls around. Still out there throwing 98. Eighth inning rolls around. Still out there throwing 98. Through like 80-something pitches, I think the number was like 11 or 15 balls. And then hits a homer like 430. So he threw eight shutout innings, walked one guy, and hit a homer where people were saying like where he went, not many people have done. We like, uh, what are we doing? So we were just like, after the game, Jonathan Scope, been around for a while, you know, knows Long knows time. the game. Yeah, knows the game. He's like, that's the best player I've ever seen. He was like, he needs to get moved up. Yeah. He's Call like, they up. need – yeah. He was Call like, they up. need to make a different league for him. And he was like – so he was like pissed off. He was like, that was the best performance I have single-handedly ever seen in my life. So somebody asked David Justice, Otani, or Babe Ruth. Like, who's a better player? And, you know, obviously, Otani's only a few years into this, but his argument was Babe Ruth was playing against white guys from the Northeast. Yep. Otani's doing this against everyone, against the best competition in the world. No level higher. He's got 40 pumps and, like, a 2-9. And he's stealing bases. He stole base the night before. He's super fast, huh? Oh, my God. And he's huge. Huge. He was on second base, and I was just like, Oh my God. I mean, everybody's huge, but like, he's huge. Did you get to see uh, some of our friends on the Angel staff? I did. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to talk to Joe Madden or Bussy, but I talked to Butter for a little bit before the you game. I think Madden he, would know who you were. Yeah, because he had me in camp, Dakota. Uh, you think he'd remember you from that? 100%. How many camps do you think that guy's had? In people, he's met fucking little little. You nobody. still have meet. You have you have. So I met him. You meet with him before camp, and then you meet with him when you get sent down a few weeks later. Joe's got. I think Joe's, Joe's got a great player memory. No shot, Zach. You're a bum. There's like no one hundred. No, you're wrong. You're a bum. You're a bum. No, yep. you're wrong. Do you nope. think he'd remember you, 
Do you have it? No. God, no. Me? Some, some guy that came in and got rocked and fucking sprang? Probably not. Did you? So you got to talk to Bussy or No, Butter, Butter yeah. Butter was great. Why didn't you get to talk to Bussy? What's wrong with you? Because I didn't see him. Did you see him they in the didn't... dugout in uniform? So I didn't. What am I going to do? Throw a ball over and say, hey, Bussy? I don't think he would remember him out of either two of them. No, he would not remember you. Yeah. You're just not that memorable, man. You know, you just kind of, you're just a face. You're just a face in the crowd. Did you see John Maley at all? I didn't, I'd never met him before. I yeah, saw him. You could have gone up to him and been like, hey, John Maley, you're great. Hey, hey my, my friend Ian loves you, <laughs> as you know, but I don't know who you are, but he loves you. That's like you could go up to like the owner of Betnardi and be like, "Oh, like you didn't go say hi to him." It's like I don't know him. He's like, I, I don't know. Like I if, know. It, if there was a if you had a coach with the Go Tigers that you loved and you were like, "This is my guy," and then he ends up on the Pirate staff and we play, I would go up to him and be like, "Hey, man, it was Zach Short. It's your guy, huh?" Guy well, okay, you know what? You know why I couldn't talk to any of them because they took my BP privileges away before the game. So I, w- I was in the outfield while they were stretching and everything. They didn't let you was, hit because I hit early. <laughs> I hit early. You were swinging too much, huh? Oh yeah, we have this thing Shocking. where they call my tokens. If that's the so my my tokens run out. Thing I've ever heard. Like if I walk into the cage at a certain time, my tokens are gone. They kick me out. I can't hit BP some days. Yeah, it's. Is that the hitting coach or is that AJ? no? It's kind of, no, it's not it. Well, AJ. I haven't talked to him about this, but like the one day I was really looking forward to hitting machine on the field. I was like, no, they were like, all right, we're going to do it today, blah, blah, blah. And then like I get there and I'm like, let's go, guys. And they're like, yeah, skip, shut it down. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go into his office and ask him. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go into his office and ask him. Who's taking your tokens away? The hitting coaches. They're good. It's all in good fun, but at the same time, I love like, that. No, I love yeah. it so much. It's good fun, but like at the same time, it pisses me off and they love that. Yeah, it's great. You're just no, like trying not. so hard to take a million hacks and tire yourself out. And yeah, get... because I need to fucking figure this thing out, dude. You're in a Tasmanian devil yourself into a, a fucking hole. You can't, Ian, you can't just I mean, swing, swing, swing. You Why? lived with him, Ian. There's no, I mean, Zach even knows it. He's a classic overthinker. No. Yes, you are. He's probably taking hacks in the West End right now. He's probably in the West End with a bat. Probably, yeah, you probably have screen and screen going on right now, and you're watching swings of yourself. What are you and talking about, dude? Yeah, see, the guy's holding a bat. How do you How do you even get a bat to your room? You don't worry about that, eight. Do you pack it in your luggage? Do you put no, it in your golf bag? What's the play? Don't worry about that. Hey, hey, you didn't see anything. You didn't I play golf. He, I bet he golf bags it. If he brings his golf bag, no, I, I, I have not brought my golf clubs on the road. Oh, you don't want to be great. I shot an eighty-seven yesterday. Kind of nasty. Yeah, I'm sure. No, hey, I'm sure, man. I birdied okay. seventeen. Yeah, I'm, nasty. I'm sure you birdied too. I'm sure. I, uh, I did hear about, I, I won't name names, but a certain club that one of our players got traded to doesn't let them play golf on the road, doesn't let them take their golf clubs, which to me is... I'm going to go with the Yankees. I will not say who it is. That is 100% the Yankees. Oh, my God. Hey, they won 10 is. in a row. Maybe it works. But that's just as Yankee as it gets. Like, you shouldn't need to play golf in season. Shave your beards. Go play baseball. That's all that matters. Mustachio. Keegan came back to the big leagues with a mustache. Yeah, he got that when he was here. He also, him and Steele made baseball down here, like, just look too easy. It was kind of insulting. Keegan's last outing went four and a third, seven punchies, perfect game. 
Like didn't give up a hit, didn't no base runners, seven punchies, four and a third. Don't you hate that? Like how the game sometimes it's just like, why aren't you struggling? It looked so easy for them. Keegan like, had one outing. That was kind of fucked up, Zach. No, Keegan like why if I if I if I am going through it and you're just making a mockery of the game, how do I be how do I do that? That's why I that's why wow. I'm faking an injury so that I can just stop giving up runs. Yeah, that's wild. Good for you, man. <laughs> oh goodness. That's what Robbie Grossman the one day <laughs> we had Otani. He goes, Oh, Shorty's sitting on his stats and did uh, the missing the Otani game, huh? I was like, Yeah, that's it's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> sitting on my stats. Yep, sitting on the stats. I've been swinging it. <laughs> Ducking Otani. Are the Go Tigers still hot? We won two out of three in Toronto. We got swept by the Angels, which was tough. We we were up 10-2 in the sixth inning and, and lost. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah, that was tough. Um, but the the Blue Jays series was a really good series. But how we won that last game was wild. That was crazy, huh, with the yeah. missed pick? I was, like, walking off the field, basically, because I was on deck. And I was just like, I see the ball go up, and I'm just like, wait. Did that really just happen? That's one where you're on deck and you're like, all right, I want this at bat. Let's go. And then the ball gets hit and you're like, all right, no bat. And then something like that happens. Like, oh, yeah. You're going to lock in. I'm like, wait, I got to go. I got to go to the plate, not in the dugout. I got to hit. The game's not over. It was just like everybody kind of looked at each other. We were just like, that will never happen again, I bet, ever. It will, but like, it won't. Go Tigers are six games under five hundred. We're gonna need to make because we're gonna need to push to get to five hundred. Come on! Yes, one hundred percent. We got some. We got a tough schedule coming up. Six games over the rest of the year. Get to five hundred. I forgot our record from May eighth. If our research team can get on that, I think it's pretty. I think it's. I want to say close to ten games over five hundred. So if we can just from when you showed up. No, not when I showed up. No, because I was up and down for a while. Um, I forgot, I don't know, but April was a rough one for the boys. Go Tigers. Um, anything else that you guys want to touch on before we let Dakota go? Because he's already got his shoes on. No, I just, my back hurts sitting here. Uh, Zach, what I was going to say is I wish, wish the minor league season ended early so I could go watch the Tigers. But we go right up to the end with you. It doesn't, it doesn't end early this year? No, it's literally the same date. It. We go yeah, all the way to October 3rd. Oh, because it started in May? I think it's just because they don't want to send us home. And then, like, the last two weeks, all of a sudden, a team needs a guy, and they're calling him from their couch with COVID and whatever. I mean, but, hey, uh, it works for Nico coming off the couch without playing for two weeks. That is, as the kids would say, is facts. Minor league season started May 1st this year? I... Yep. Yes. Yes. With a bunch of alt site in April. So it is still 140. No, I think it was, I think it was, I think it's one. I don't know what it is. Less games. Let me put it this way. Here we go. The I Cubs. <clears throat> sorry. Got a little flum in my throat there. <laughs> the I Cubs play seven plus six. Plus, uh, shit. I don't know how many games we got left even. We're 41 and 54. We've played 95, and I think we play like 
we have five more weeks, but the last two weeks are only five games. We got like 30 games left. We're playing like 120-ish. Yeah. 51-42 since May 8th. Go Tigers. Pretty, that's not bad. It's not, come on. Just keep, let's keep that pace especially, up. Six over 500. Here we go. Especially in that horrendous division. I was looking at the standings last night. Puke. The AL Central. Puke. The white, like, I know, dude. The White Sox are good. White Sox are really good. And the uh, after playing the Royals, Royals got some good arms. Dude, everybody in their pen throws 100. Yeah, they got some good arms and their team's sneaky. They got some good hitters, really good team speed, good small they, ball. They swept us. Yeah, they're, they're a good team. Also, sorry, this is a huge change of topic here. Just Love thought that. of this for whatever reason. This was a Zach moment. Come on. Is the, is the Puerto Rico Open the one that's supposed to be like the kiss of death tournament? What? Is that right? Isn't Because isn't there one golf tournament that it's like once someone's won it, like they haven't won again for years? I don't, I don't know. Well, Tony Finau won the Puerto Rico Open five years ago, and he won the Northern Trust. He won, yeah. And I'm pretty sure the Puerto Rico Open is like the cursed tournament. Like you win it, and it's like you don't win again for I didn't years. even know about that. But I was happy to see Finau finally pull a win because he's been in like eight playoffs without a win. So no, was- listen to this. This is an insane stat. In five years since his last win, he has 39 top 10 finishes. 39, but no wins in the top 10. I want to know how many playoffs he's been in that he hasn't won. He is one in three in playoffs in his career. And so he must have won the Puerto Rico Open on a playoff because that was his only PGA Tour win. No, he won last night on a playoff. No, he's one in three before it. Oh. So I think he won the Puerto Rico Open in a playoff, lost his next three playoffs, and has like a bunch of second place finishes since then. And he finally won again. Um. Yeah, great to see him win. And it was cool. Liberty National, they got rained out, so got to watch that on a Monday, which was great fun. Did you see, like, they there was, like, still, like, puddles on the course, and, like, it, it, it got destroyed. I was yeah. kind of surprised that they even got to play on Monday. Hey, like PGA, man. Yeah, but, I mean, they got hammered. They were supposed to get even worse, but. Ian, where are you? You still play the Rockies? Rockies for two more, and then we have the White Sox uh, at their place to be at the stay home, which is great. Our schedule the rest of the way is very nice. Very, very nice. So we had an off day yesterday. We have another one again on Thursday. It's good stuff. I don't – I hate that. It doesn't make any sense. You got the – because then you get, you're traveling. You have played two games in a city, which is just crazy town, and then you, you got two off days in a week. Like, spread my – give me an off day – Thursday hey, and so like this these next two weeks like we had a Thursday off day and then we will have another Thursday off day and then I think we might have another Thursday off day so we have like three weeks yeah. in a row of only six games in the week and Thursday off days that's wonderful you will not hear five nine complain about off days whenever just, they are I don't like the two game go to a city Dakota. And play two games Dakota yes, you sir. complain you complain about off days uh we get every monday off and it is fantastic i'm telling you that i i thought i was gonna hate that schedule it is unbelievable it's the best schedule ever. Someone, when mcnulty was here mike mcnulty our trainer he said that he wanted to make a shirt for me that said playing for mondays oh my god <laughs> that's amazing just but playing like, for the off day <laughs> it's so true it's like 
you start the week and it's Tuesday already. Usually, you know, feels like a Monday, and then by the time you know it, it's Saturday, and you're just like, oh my god. I mean, we got a we got a doubleheader today. I'll tell you what, the games go real slow when you're on the IL. They really yeah. are at a crawl pace. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's do screen time. And get Dakota out of here. He's almost gonna be late. No, it's okay. I'll just tell my trainers that I don't care about my health and Ian wants me, doesn't want me to get better. Screen time. For mine, was four, mine was 445. I'm, mine was a little high yesterday. Sorry. Apologize. 439. Oh, we didn't weep. Oh, no. Somebody's lower. 353 in an hour or 37 minutes of that is on Google Maps. So, boom. Suck it. I thought all you do is watch soccer on your phone. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Ooh. Sorry. I, oh, sorry. I had seven minutes on Twitter and 10 minutes on Instagram. I had 17 total minutes of social media. Where's Can your we... iPad? Where's your iPad? I've watched Netflix. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we talk about the fact that Parse Rum is the best sponsor ever? People are still yelling Parse in the stands. And if you go to Benny's and get a bottle of Parse, then you plant a tree in Columbia. When I say Parse, you say Rum Parse. Rum. Nice to go to Zach's on another planet. Enjoy the rest of Zach. Enjoy the rest of I'm faster because I'm so slow. I'm Zach. Grow up. Shut up. I have to to leave, but I'm going to show up late. That's episode 73 of the Compound Podcast. See you next week. Dakota, go. You got to go, man. Go. Don't even start with me. I'm injured. Go. I'm hurt.